Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, hello, and welcome everybody to Jogcast, episode number 69. We're here joined by Ixo. I don't believe it. And Archie, even though you can't see Archie, just imagine that little Pepe in the bottom left is actually uh, Archie. He doesn't have a face cam. But regardless... We have auction here. 69. Yeah, number... Oh. Nice. It's it a, is it's a, 69. It is a very nice episode. We're happy to have the fellas here, and uh, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it, absolutely. It is. I mean, it's, again, it's a nice number. I can't you believe just... it's 69, by the way, before we introduce it. Yes, I mean, it's... it's it's. How did we get here, boys? How did we get here? Yeah, you just felt... I just felt like you wanted to say something, so I wanted to kind of lead you oh, into... Oh, you dropped it off, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think we can get a that nice, nice. nice chat. Yeah. But we are here nice. with Ixo, with Pixo, as we like to call him. I like to call him Pixo, ever since... Right, we'll talk about that. There was one series that you played for... Did you at BDS when you were Quadrant and you peaked? No, 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 you definitely peaked in more than one series come on no but there was one particular series where he was pixo <laughs> anyway pixo and archie it's great to have them here coming off a hot top four placement and it, i'd say soaring right. back into major contention off that um boys how are we going yeah doing great doing great happy to be here happy to be here you sound like it. you sound like you're about to have a blast archie how yeah, you doing yeah. <laughs> i'm so happy man i'm good i'm good honestly i'm i'm feeling good I'm definitely feeling good. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't really know. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm Turbo Chill, man. Hashtag Turbo Chill, hashtag Ever Sucks. You know, uh, shout out to Gamertech as well. Thank you. Yeah, buy the new decal, please. Uh, yeah, buy the new decal. Sponsored by um, What's Gamertech. What's the rev split for the boys on the new decal? Yeah, how are you looking at that? What's the RAM split? Do you say RAMs? The rev split. Revenue. <laughs> oh, revenue split. Um, no, 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 no. I don't need, I don't need the revenue split. I just want to. Get people to buy this the greatest decal of all time. So if I it actually is nice. It's a nice decal. You is the only one that uses it though, I think, from from you guys. So Really? So, no, you know I use it all the time, bro, in scrims. Scrims. So only, Oski, bro. I use so, it in the, the qualifiers, day one. But why don't we you don't want to just run it and then have Bacchus mod for your actual preset you mm -hmm. want to look at? The org would appreciate um, it. Nah, the, the car feels too fast. The car feels too fast. So if you want too to feel fast, fast. go by the vehicle. Yeah. yeah. This guy is a professional waffler. It is unreal. I'm looking forward to this episode. We'll talk about the... Was the last episode we had you on, Archie? Was that the formations? Was that that it episode? It might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the formation. Does anyone I have to bring it up. Which, yeah, which, which one of you guys, one of you Chalkcast listeners, wrote in one of the SSA RLCS threads on Reddit. It, just a, it was talking about SSA this season. And then one of you has gone and written in there, I can't take to die for seriously ever since Archie put him in goal. <laughs> like the rest of the, the the whole comment section is like, what is Bruv waffling about? But you all know what he, what he means. 
Um, but would he still be in goal for you? Have you made any? You said you'd made some team changes by the scenes. Yeah, I've made some changes. Set. Like um, Com's coming out of the team. He's had some bad performances from from my side mm -hmm. in recent um, recent spells. Um, so I've gone with a golden striker on the up top now. Okay. Okay. Gom's in Gom. the uh, medical room right now. Um, he, I'm not going to sit now. No, no. Stop. Let's let's Stop. move on for now. Well, let's let's quickly recap. Um, you boys, the oxygen. Uh, we we haven't really talked to you guys at all. So let's go even further back than this weekend. Let's go behind Regional One. Um, talk us through. Um, the team acquisition, so obviously uh, you boys with Oski. How'd that all come about and how was your off-season? Um, <clears throat> obviously, we just finished, uh, again, top eight at Game of Zay with Jorias. Uh, we had a lot of internal issues, I guess, so we decided we didn't want to stick with Jorias anymore. Uh, Oski wanted to join Archie, so them two kind of went LF1 a little bit. They didn't really try anyone else, they only tried me out, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of got the offer. After so, about a week of scrims. So it wasn't really that LF1, was it. it was like LFXO? Is that really? <laughs> Basically, LFE. yeah. I mean, they okay. seem like that. LFU. Mm, Did you do like much? Well, it was, I mean, obviously the big off-season news from you guys was that Oxygen ran a tournament and they flew you guys to North America, right? For that tournament. Yep. As yep. well, I imagine, was there like sponsor stuff and other things going on or was it just the tournament? Um, I mean, we did a bit of content there, but I think it was genuinely just for the tournament. Really? So that was the main reason? Because I did wonder that. I was like, I wonder if that's the main reason you guys are out there, or is it some kind of obligation? That's really uh, cool. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, we obviously did it. the photo shoot and stuff. We did the photo yeah, shoot and stuff. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you you won the tournament, you reverse swept G2 in the final, and turned, uh, yeah, turned, turned NA fans upside <laughs> down for, for a day. But yeah, what what was going on there? What was How did you reverse sweep uh, G2, first of all? Does that look like it was going very strongly against you? And then suddenly you just started uh, started winning. Um, so how did that happen? If you remember, uh, I'll check answer this question. Uh, I mean, I mean, this time with a game lead, so like uh, they were they started one zero before we even played, and then mm -hmm. they won two games. And I think I think they might just I don't even remember having them two games. But after that, we just like kind of just locked in, bro, and just won. Like um, I don't think they played that amazing. Um, I mean, Beast Mode, like, randomly had, like, some insane shot, bro. Like, he literally scored like, one of the best scores I've ever seen against me. So, uh, yeah, then we just won, bro. I Is don't know, like, like... the ceiling, like... Yeah, where he, like, touched it off the, the ceiling, ceiling shots. Like, yeah. off, we set, what? put it top what left, was bro. That? Like, what don't was remember that. That was, like, remember? the goal of the off-season, where he... he I, like... I, no, it rings a bell, but I've forgotten it. Remind me. Remind us, listeners. Off the I think he, like... Where's the clip? It got launched forward to him, and he, like, jumped up. He reset like got, it instantly. Yeah, off got the reset ceiling, off the and ceiling and then like just smashed it. it top oh, left, I do remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like yeah a redirect yeah. ceiling reset. Somebody, somebody's got to post that clip. Yeah, that was definitely that was a worldie. Um, but yeah, did that help you guys with confidence at all going into the season? Um, or is it you know just an off-season tournament doesn't really matter? Because we we always hear differing takes on um, off-season tournaments. What what do you guys think uh, when it comes uh, I mean, to off-season tournaments, specifically it... that one? I mean, it was it was in NA for one, so I don't think it really changed much. Like, I don't. I feel like NA is easier than EU to play against, so it wasn't like. But I was obviously confident coming to EU and playing. Um, but mm -hmm. NA is like completely different playstyle. Like, it's way harder playing against the EU teams. Like, I feel like they defend way better. What are what are the differences in in playstyle? Um, I mean, for one, like give away your strats. 
Sometimes it can take minutes to break down a U team. In NA, I feel like I can just score a goal in 10 seconds, bro. Oh, so, so that's what you mean by harder. To, it's just harder to get get past the team. Yeah, they have better, EU has way better structure, bro, I think. Okay. Yeah, easily. Like, defensively, easily. like, that's, that's like, I mean, I don't think we even played well in that G2 tournament, like, to be honest, and we still, we still won it, so. Do you, what do, you, do you mean structure or do you mean sort of like just way that, that EU approaches defense? Because I feel like it's, a, it's kind of like two different things, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know how any approaches defense. Like, um, they just like, they sag off a little bit more, maybe. Not the best at it, to be honest. So you yeah, think good defense out. is better than bad defense? Is like a summary of what you're, what you're oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Here. I mean, like in EU, you're playing against Monkey on defense, and NA, you're playing against, like, who is the who? I mean, just loads of people, bro. Go on, anyone other than you two, bro. Fling it out there. <laughs> say who you want to I mean, say. I know there's a name I mean, on the you tip guys of your are, You guys are sort of the only EU team outside of Matey, I guess you could say, that have the NA experience. So you guys are the most qualified right now in the cross-regional debate. Mm. And you're pretty confident that that EU have the uh, have the upper hand? I think G2 is good. I think G2 can, can win lands, but other than that, bro, no way, no chance. It's not a debate, no really, chance. is it? It's not mm. a debate. Let's what stop trying to make it a debate, please. Where do you, do you think G2 G2 Well, what what debate? Um, the NA versus EU, it's not close. Yeah, it's it's not G2 close. versus... Oh, I see, okay. Top four. But do, do you do you think do you really do you think Gen? So do you guys, uh, uh, so think that Gen G are just not on that level, or do you, do you have any uh like? Any, well, do do you think that there's any chance that that is just a mental block, like Métis and Swiss G two in bracket, and that they're actually a lot better, um, or do you think that yeah they're just not a good team? Uh, I think they struggle I mean, against the top teams in EU. Like they won't be able to beat them. I don't think right now. If they can't handle G two and M A two, you know. I think they'd be about you know like top. Six in a year, top seven. They wouldn't be a top mm, top team okay. in a year. I mean, Genji could be good. It just looks like they they don't really know what play start to play. Like whenever I, like when I watch them against G two, they just get destroyed, bro. Like they look like mm. the like completely They're different. Like default. all three players, all three players don't look like they were last season. For example, what do you think about the them not playing any off season tournaments, trying to honeymoon this split? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, I was random. Bro. I don't really understand that because then you can. Playing off season time, you can see what your issues are going to be before, so you can already start working on them. Playing scrims, you're not going to see any issues, like, really, like, just the tournament environment's, like, completely different. Yeah, I yeah, think, I think they... in hindsight, it looks bad not to have done it, but if it had worked. Boot camp, aren't they? They were... <laughs> are they trying to boot camp, really? Genji? I think I've, I, I saw a Reddit thread of, like, NA teams that are boot camping or something, and. Are they in that? I need to expand it. I thought someone said like Jack wants it, like they're trying to boot camp and something's not going on. I don't know. No, I think think they're not because Chronic is in school. I could just be making that up, but. Mm. Interesting. I believe that is. Well, somebody in chat saying yes, they are. So that's interesting. SR is boot camping. Um, Well, okay. Well, well, CJ looks that up. Uh, Eek, so Archie, you guys, you were were boot camping for event one as well. I know you were this past one. You did both boot camps or just the first, the second one? Both. Okay, both. talk both. to me. Talk to so. me. How impactful do you think a boot camp is for? I guess for you guys in general. Oh, boot camp tool. Um, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We want, yeah, extremely. Yeah, extremely I useful. I think it's yeah. like yeah, I think it's like really good for like bouncing back when you lose. Yeah. Um, oh, so you I mean, mean yeah, game day? It's it's hard to sign yeah, I mean, up when uh, obviously, <laughs> when it's you're in like front of everybody. Really good. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, yeah, and you can't really slack off like um, mm. when you're around your team because it's like pretty obvious who's the who's the one that's like slacking off, and then obviously um, you can grind harder as well because I mean, your all that's just play Rocket League at the end of the day. So yeah, so that's like easier to regain on live day. Yeah, more accountability and less distractions. Is that like yeah, a, was, a summary so, of yeah. those things? Yeah. What about yeah, also getting yeah. in the right mindset? Also gets you in the right mindset for the game. Like you're at being work. around the mm. same, yeah, being around the same people, you know. Mm-hmm. What about chemistry and just like vibes and and that kind of stuff? Just just hanging out with each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously that helps, but I mean, we're pretty good friends outside of you know having to be forced to do a come together. We talk a decent <laughs> amount, to be honest. <laughs> Is it forced? Do you guys? Does the org want you to do that? Did you guys ask for it? How how who instigated the boot camp? It was us yeah, more than the org, yeah. Yeah, it just made That's sense. Good. I mean, boot camps are just efficient. Like, I mean, nearly every top team in EU do boot camps. Like, all the French teams do it. So, we're gonna do it. And do you guys take yeah, a I'll train to this boot camp, or do you guys go on a flight? I take uh, definitely a train, boss. Definitely a, a train, train or an Uber. And a could never. Simple as that. Yeah. Or an Uber. But this actually. is That's like crazy to hear. Full UK. Where, we're not trying to dox you here, but where where is the boot camp? Are you in London or are you it's, somewhere it's else? A, it's in Sheffield. Sheffield, okay. Hold yeah. on. Well, we we was, uh, was looking at like options. Probably, probably good food there. Well. You like to Oxford? Good food. You crazy, bro? <laughs> Sheffield's. <laughs> it's not that bad, so. Good, good bad, food bro. there in Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield's like right in the middle of England. Actually, that's probably a good boot camp location. Sheffield for Wednesday. UK, that's players. a football team, isn't it? Yeah, the yep. AS. They some AS. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> yep. Sheffield Wednesday were one of them teams that you used to win like decades ago when there was no money in football and then when it started becoming money in football they stopped winning. Just went to all Manchester and London teams. Nah, 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 they're, not, they're not a big club. They're a tiny club. They're a tiny Did, club. They, they must have won at some point though. What's their best ever result? Sheffield Wednesday's best result ever. And for, uh, anyone, <laughs> these anyone are the real questions. <laughs> yeah, these are the great questions. Bro. And when do they play? On Wednesdays? <laughs> Wait, who would be the NA equivalent of Sheffield Wednesday for all Sheffield of you Wednesday, uh, multicultural say, people in chat? I would probably say OG Esports. Turbo Cheeks, bro. Turbo Cheeks. Turbo Cheeks. Uh, OG Esports, maybe. OG. Yeah, kind of, it, oh, actually, Turbo Cheeks kind of makes sense. We've got bro. a four-time world champion in there. <laughs> um, look, we, we're, we're getting on a massive... T- I, I want to ask it with the boot camps. I want to get back to those. There's a the NA. You, you guys probably read about the NA boys uh, or some NA coaches, community members, whatever, saying that it's just impossible. There's the logistics that aren't there. What do you guys think about that as as European players? I mean, I don't uh, care. I mean, it's probably worse. It's better for us than they could. They don't catch up, bro. I don't think they're gonna catch up if they just do that. So, you think yeah. if they did boot camp, I mean, they would catch up potentially. Um, maybe, but hey, I think that. I think the mindset, their mindset in the game is like completely different to a European player. I mean, the state of rank twos in NA is absolutely awful, bro. I think <laughs> if me and Rizzo queued at rank twos, I could get rank one, bro. <laughs> yeah. so do, you, yeah. do you think ranked is a contributing factor, both now and long term, like historically? It's probably the biggest contributing factor to why EU is so good. I'm so glad you said that because I remember saying this before and I got laughed at. I think it was on first touch. I said that that's, I think that's a reason. And everybody was like, there's no way. 
But I, yeah, I and Europeans are taking it... ranks very serious for this since the beginning, man. Like everyone, yeah. everyone thinks yeah. it's so serious. I remember boot camping like season five mm. going to EU, like season five London, and I was like, oh my god, like these guys are playing like their life depends on it, like they're never leaving the ball, and we're getting demo. But they, their life fake. actually does. It really does, CJ, because there's probably like there's so many rivalries in EU and so many people, so many so many different players that everyone will just not like that you. Yeah, probably have a, a player in the other team that you just really, really want to beat, like more than fifty percent of games because of all the the national rivalries, uh, but, Spain, but then, France, KSA, England. Yeah, it's nuts. And then, but then, like season six, like six months later, I, we go to Vegas. I think it was boot camp there for a couple of weeks. And I'm playing ranked. I'm like, is is this the Ford Freestyle Cup? Like, what's going on here? Everyone's just <laughs> everyone's just sitting in net, going for air dribble bumps and air dribble like flip resets and stuff. Season six, I was like, what like what is happening? So yeah, yeah. You know, that's I mean, that's the biggest difference to me is like uh, the intimidation. I feel like a lot of these uh, upcoming players in NA are terrified of the top players. Like absolutely terrified. They won't they won't even challenge them like genuinely. But then you play against a random guy called Babu five one nine. He's playing on five hundred ping, bro. He's gonna pre jump you. Like in EU, it's different. <laughs> In EU, it's just different, man. You play against 1,800, 1,900, 2K, it don't matter. They're going to pre-jump you. They don't care. They just want to win. Like, that's how it works in the EU. I think, yeah, I think it is probably it, it is probably a contributing factor. From we, We've heard that from NA pros as well. I think Chicago said that yeah. before. I think Garrett's mentioned it recently. Arsenal said um, it as well. Okay. RLCS this season, Oxygen um, coming in. Uh, we're definitely, I think, in everybody's expected top eights. So you got ninth, eleventh, I think, is the ranking for Swiss ninth, ninth, eleventh, yeah. and then this one you got fourth or top four, third, fourth, I guess, um, mm. which puts you tie. No, I think you're one point one back, point. one point in back sixth, on yeah. Vitality and Magnifico. So it's extremely close, actually. Like the uh, the the fourth place uh, race in EU. I mean, even the, the gentlemen's are not safe in third. Even gentlemen's are in eighteen points. Magnifico and Vitality are in fifteen. Like Oxygen is fourteen. Yeah, it's it's one placing difference um, to make LAN essentially. So, yeah, is, is this a, a spot you guys are pretty optimistic about, or you know, are you happy that okay, this is good, where you're you're in a good spot, or you know, where you're hoping to be locked by now? What what are you guys thinking about being sixth, one point off, going into the the final event of the split? Archie, um, I mean, I would say like, drinking. uh, like. I'm pretty happy, like, uh, we bounced back after the first regional, like, we all had, like, an off day in the first regional, and, like, we still almost got the top eight. Um, and if we got top eight, it was, like, a whole new day, so, like, we could have regained, but we just mm. didn't, we couldn't clutch it up in the end, I'm kind of unlucky, but, I mean, this, this regional, we uh, did pretty well, like, we just couldn't beat BDS, like, BDS just, like, way too good for us, like, have our number um, right now. Um, but other than that, we, like, did really well against all the other teams. Um, you beat Vitality, I mean, right? No, we beat Gentlemen. Was... You beat Gentlemen, sorry, Gentlemen. Yeah, we beat Gentlemen. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think it's going to be a pretty insane last regional. Like, I think Oz, mm. Vitali, Magnifico could all make it. Um, and to be honest, I think like all all three teams deserve to, to qualify. But Epic Games decided that EU deserves four spots. So well played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the same for as well. Like, I just don't understand how we've only got four spots in a year. It's ridiculous, man. Um. Not just that, but you. I think you mentioned Ito on the broadcast, maybe about the four, like Swiss. Obviously, that that hurt you guys in the first event. Like, what are your thoughts on, especially in EU, with how competitive is like Swiss format? Yeah, I mean, I mean, every format's got its faults. I'm not going to say the Swiss is the worst or the best. Or I don't really have too many opinions on it, but it's just like 
our matchups weren't the best. We were kind of unlucky. I mean, you look at some of the runs people had, it's a lot easier. And that's basically all I'm trying to say is like a lot of teams we, we had to play were playing very good on the day. And it is what it is. We played BDS in a zero uh zero one matchup after we went to game five because they got swept. It's just unfortunate, man. Yeah. Simple as that. Do you really think that's just, uh, well, do you not think that would be more amplified in a different format? Though, like double elimination, is, you know, that happens once and now suddenly you're playing, you know, uh, a, a way tougher team to make top eight. Just and it's a one and done match. It's not like, you know, round uh, two um, and you've got another shot. Like, do you, out of all the formats, basically, what's your guys' favorite? What do you think is the most accurate to get the top teams into the, into the playoffs? I think Swiss is the best, to be honest. Uh, Swiss into double elimination, something like that. It's a double, interesting. Nah, I'd like to introduce you guys to the wonderful concept that we've talked about before. It's a a, a phenomenal idea. That is the Australian Football League playoff format. Have you have you guys heard about this? The AFL playoff bracket. Uh, I think I think you've explained this to me before, but I forgot. I've never heard. It's 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 the way to go. It starts double elimination, it ends single. It's really it's really I think the way to go. I I don't know what we got to do to get RLCS to to run it, but. I've been calling uh, for it for 16 be... years. I know what's going on. Yeah. Basically, it's like it's... top four, get a second chance, and then five to eight are like sort of single alien from the start. So you get like the second mm-hmm. chance, but then you don't have a bracket reset grand final by the end of it. So it's it, it's it's very easy, but people just find it confusing. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, look, regardless of formats, because we, we, I know there's been some comments, Rizzo, on our YouTube. <laughs> yeah. uh, he answered about it's too I know, much sorry, format discussion. I a little bit when you guys brought that up. Uh, let's, let's, let's hop away from that. Um, yeah, so you guys had the 9 to 11, and you guys bounced back in a big way on the weekend with a top four. What do you think, what, what kind of changed in those two weeks leading up or, or on the day to get you guys to that third, four spot? Uh, just a change of preparation, really. We took it a lot more serious. We uh, we had like a few obviously uh, issues that we're not going to talk about. Like nothing serious, but mm-hmm. obviously it's just things we don't want to communicate with anyone else mm-hmm. within the team. Uh, mm-hmm. Just took it a lot more serious. Uh, yeah, scrims were a lot better, uh, and it translated into gameplay really. How do you guys? Um, I guess there's a lot of talk about like the. The Europe top four, at least the top four from the first event. How do you guys, as a team, um, I guess with scrims or replays, like are you do you, are you trying to emulate like what K Corp are doing, or trying to take off bits of what they're doing, or is it like kind of honing your own style? Uh, I don't think there's an EU top four right now, to be honest. I mean, obviously the the, the rankings are different, but I think it's about an EU top two right now. I think KC mm-hmm. and BDS are the best two teams in the region, mm-hmm. and then there's a big gap. Uh, we're not a big gap, a big a gap. gap. A relative gap, a relative gap. And it's up okay. for debate. I don't yeah. think we've seen enough evidence that Gentlemates, Vitality are up there, you know, in my opinion. I think Gentlemates had a really good first regional, but they weren't very good in the second, so. Mm. After the first regional, though, did you did you think that BDS, like, I'd, I, from mine, I thought they were probably, like, from the first event, to my eye, looked probably like the fourth team, maybe third, fourth, like, Vitality still looks pretty good. Should have probably won. Um, obviously, they had the the alpha miss and stuff like that. Gentlemates look really good. Like, did you think coming into the season, or at least after the first event, that that was like the top two, KC and BDS, or did you have Vitality um, up there or Gentlemates? Uh, going into the season, I personally thought it was going to be KC and Vitality at the top, mm-hmm. and then probably a bit of a gap. Then it was like a fight between us, uh, BDS, Gentlemates, Magnifico. Basically, what it is now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit shocked with the Vitality's downfall as a whole. But it kind of makes sense. I mean, they just won world. It's basically a curse. So Motivation yeah. stuff. Mm. It's yeah. tough. 
But they, yeah, they've lost to Vitality, lost an event one in their opening match, then they regained, uh, you know, made it out of Swiss and won their, I think they beat, was it Moist in the quarters and then lost to Gentlemates. So they, I, I think event one, they were they were right there. It looked like, to me, they were right there. And then event two is where they had the, the big disaster class. I think it was just, yeah, the, the game three. Did you guys see the game three, uh, ERG Nixo, after the timeout well, so for Vitality? Yeah, so it was, it was bizarre because usually, you know, coming out of a timeout, team often will just have a you know complete switch up on how they're playing and generally do better like statistically and you know visually they tend to play a lot better after timeouts because you've had that anti-tilt moment but yeah they came out of the timeout from a game they honestly didn't even play that badly and i think it was an overtime one nil but that they lost and then they yeah. immediately conceded like five goals in a minute and i was like that might be the worst post timeout minute i've ever seen but <laughs> did you guys did you guys get a chance to watch that one yeah i remember seeing it. i was a bit confused as well but i mean i guess like they can, I think they considered a couple of kick off, kickoff goals and then they just like collapsed. Like yeah, the first kickoff, like, they just didn't actually know what they were they doing. The like, I think they, the they, they just like. missed. It. Yeah, they miscommed. Somebody thought it was a fake, and uh, I don't know yeah. if it was. I don't know if they knew who the fake was supposed to go towards. I think Zen in the back corner thought Rodosan was supposed to hit it. Rodosan thought it's, it's going to Zen, and yeah, they both just left the ball and it went in. It's uh, crazy, crazy. Wow. I've never seen it anything like that sure. out of a timeout before. I mean, I mean generally, it can happen. To be honest, yeah. I mean, especially like it was you know two bad ga- two bad games at the end were crazy bad games. But yeah, what what are your guys uh, you know thoughts on timeouts actually? Just very quickly because timeout buff. Do do you feel like the timeout buff is real um, for you guys for other teams? No, you can answer, uh, RGG. Yeah, I think like I think it's like statistically shown that like you most likely win the game after doing a timeout. I mean, for one, it's like you always try to change something usually. Um, and then maybe like you catch your team out. Um, and then the next game day, like see what you're doing. But um, I think when we took a timeout against BDS, we won the game. Uh, I think most of the time when people take timeouts, they win the game. So timeouts are pretty, uh, pretty good, I'd say. And against BDS, what- whenever someone takes timeout, I, l- I lose the game. <laughs> how does it feel though mentally so as well because obviously you know statistics show it's good so everybody's doing it but like does it does it feel uh you know just like a free reset mentally to to take a timeout off like a tilting loss or just an annoying uh ending to a game uh, i think it kind of depends to be honest like obviously if you lose bad in the game you just like played it can definitely be like really nice to just take a step back uh <laughs> and like properly collect your thoughts and just see what you can do different but to be honest, I don't really like feel like it's much of an advantage or anything whenever we take the time out. I don't really feel like I'm learning anything like incredible. It is nice to like talk as a team though and like kind of reaffirm that you're confident you you're still gonna win. So maybe that helps towards like the win in the next game because you just kinda of, like collectively come together and say that you're gonna get through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is quite nice. Just icing out the other team. That's what I think as well. You, you yeah, have... I think the other team <laughs> overthinks it. You get yeah, it. I don't know how, yeah. I don't know if that's like giving away too much, but have you ever done that where you like let's just call a timeout, change absolutely nothing, and see if they fall for it? Like, <laughs> see if they try and predict what we're doing differently, and you just come in with the same game plan. Um, I'm sure that's happened, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's that that definitely happens. Like sometimes, like you lose two games where you you like could have won both, so it's basically just like mm. you want to stop their momentum a little bit and like have a little breather before you play again. Yeah. So. We oh go on, oh Rizzo, go on. Oh no, you have something. 
Well, go on, but I was uh, just going to say Vitality is sort of wrapping those guys up. What do you? You kind of mentioned you don't. You were expecting them to play better. What do you? What are your thoughts on Vitality? We talk about the. Is it the world champs? Do you think it's more the world champs hangover, or losing Ferrer, the super coach? Oh, I think it's just an uh, overreaction from the fans, to be honest. So I think they're still a great yeah. team. They still have massive mm. potential. I feel like as a whole, it's just like an overreaction. I feel like, yeah, they lose bad. I mean, this game is very hard to play uh, at the highest level all the time, you know. It's uh, it's definitely on the fans to like, you know, not hate on them too much because they still managed to get top eight both times. I mean, they got top four, actually, the first regional. If anything, like, they've not really fell off. They just kind of like, l- like left the podium a little bit. I mean, they could still easily like end up making the major and win and win the major, you know. It's just a small stepping stone, I feel like, for them. You know, Ixo, speaking of overreaction, you know, during this offseason, right? <laughs> That's the shit. We, people had Oxygen at 9th through 12th, okay? They had Ixo himself as a D-tier player, specifically casters, and you had something to say about it on the mainstream. You Wait, were who calling put, out... Who put Ixo as a D-tier? Who did it? CJ did. CJ did. Oh, swear. No. Swear he did. And everybody was calling Ixo a fraud, Archie a fraud. Everybody was making wrong opinions. And you called them out on the main you broadcast. You had an interview afterwards with Stumpy. And you were saying how you basically you don't care what casters have to say because casters just waffle about. They just say everything and everything and anything just to get a reaction. They're wrong a bunch of times. Can you please explain to me, what did you mean by that? Uh, I mean, I remember what I said. I just don't care what the cast have to say. I feel like they're very entertaining people. I enjoy, I enjoy it if I'm like watching another series. I like to hear what they have to say in terms of I like to hear the, the tone of the voice. You know, it's like anything. It's like having music in the background when you're watching a series. It's the same thing. They don't really give meaningful commentary. I don't think they really know what they talk about half these casters. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't expect them to. I don't think they've had past experience a lot of them. Obviously, CJ has. And maybe, a, maybe Turtle did when he was uh, casting at one point. But Back in the day. Yeah, I mean... It's just not very insightful. I just don't think they know what they're talking about to the highest level. I feel like I hear a lot of plays that are incorrect. I also think a lot of descriptions of mm-hmm. teams are incorrect. I feel like they don't understand the dynamics. Uh, they kind of come up with their, own, with their own dynamics as well, which is quite funny. I always hear people say, oh, yeah, this person's this way and this person's this way when they don't really know the true story. I also think a lot of casters uh, side with players that they like. I mean, I've experienced it first time when I was on Quadrant. I feel like they always try to document that as cash versus free. So... I've been part of that. I've been part of that team where, you know, one player gets the spotlight when it's not actually the case. Has there ever been a Cash comment? Versus what? Was oh, hold it? on, Johnny. Hold on. That. Sorry. Has there ever been a I comment? I just missed something hold you said. On. I wanted just to repeat. Sec. Has there ever been a comment from Johnny Boy that really irked you? Ah, <laughs> uh, Johnny Boy. Yeah. Nah, Johnny Boy. Yeah. 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 I, I'm like well I mean, aware I, mean, that I, I, I think the whole beef of NA, I mean, it's funny and all, but it's just not accurate, obviously. I mean, they're a, they're a great region, but I mean, there's nothing in particular, of course. I don't really remember specific things you say about them. I don't know if that's how you described them earlier on today. I'm feeling a little bit, I feel like I'm hearing a little bit of inconsistency. No, they're a great region, boss. No, they're a great region. I played against them. I literally went over there and won the tournament. I know they're a great region, boss. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Now, I, wanted, uh, I wanted to ask, what was the comment? I, I didn't hear what you said about cash. You said the, cash versus the three, 1v3. Oh, I mean, cash 1v3. Yeah, yeah. Every, every single time I played on Quadrant, people would either say, oh, Quadrant, the most mid-team of all time, cash needs a new team, whatever, whenever we went into the season. Uh, and then I, I ended up having a great performance against BDS. I finally got a bit of praise. And every other series from that point was just cash versus free, apparently. I mean, I'm you pretty sure. If you were pizza in my eyes. You were pizza. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> yes, that, CJ. But as a whole, like from a player perspective, it's obviously very uh, 
very frustrating just to hear these casters mm. that clearly are friends with the players because I know I know Cash was friends with a lot of the casters that were casting. Uh, so they side with Cash because they like the they like the side of the story of Cash. And I'm down for that. I'm down to like hear about the canon, you know, hear about all these stories. But people, the casters themselves, need to do their own research into other players. I feel like they don't actually do it. I feel like I hear a lot about these top players, but a lot of these smaller players never actually get any recognition. I mean, a lot of these a lot of these mm. players that make it to the top eight sometimes out of nowhere, half of them can't be pronounced correctly, bro. I, I feel like half the casters didn't know how to say Tekos, which is crazy. Like, how are you going to have a player uh, get into the top eight and not pronounce it? I'm glad you didn't you know? say it right there, like Tekos or something. I was about to lose <laughs> my mind. I was like, no, we're not going to lose Techy Tekos, are we? He's not, yeah, the, I like Tecos. Tecos no, is, uh, but, really but, but as a whole, it was just, I don't really care about what the cast had to say. I feel like they want to obviously mm. like make it out to be something, a lot of situations where they're not actually what they are. You know, like Vitality is being quote unquote carried by Zen, but the other two did very well. You know, it's the same kind of stories. I just don't really agree with that. I don't think it's very good for uh, the esport in general. I feel like a lot more players deserve a lot more praise. Do you, okay, well, actually, uh, to, to comment on a few things you said there. As a caster, I've heard many times over the years uh, pros say that they don't like listening to casts, and I think it makes sense because I don't think that the majority of things casters will say will be interesting to pros because pros are just... Uh, you're, you guys are like the super... Not super, super fans level of knowledge, you know? Like, you know a lot more about the game than 99.9% .9 of Rocket League viewers. So I think most things that casters say that's catered, well, anything a caster says is catered to an average viewer or a new viewer, you're not going to care about just naturally. Um, but I do think that that doesn't give the excuse. I, I like what you said about, um, uh, well, you, you think that, you know, it's not giving a fair story to all of the pros. I think that's also very true. I think that just because casting is not targeted at pros doesn't mean that it should it should be you know what you say annoying to listen to it's because you know if, if a cast like you said background noise i think there's a difference between background noise and um you know actively hearing something that you're like i just completely disagree that's just false that's just nonsense like do you think uh that there that you should enjoy casting exo um or do you do you think that it's just uh background noise? should it just be background noise to you as a pro um that isn't, i feel like isn't i feel like dumb. as a pro i should be able to like hear different opinions from each caster, because obviously each caster is meant to have their own like perspective and things. But I feel like half of them just copy each other, to be honest. And I feel like it's just the same kind of story. Like, Quadrant was literally just being constantly told that Cash is the best player on the team, Cash is the greatest. Never heard about Relaying Wave, never heard about me. And it's the same kind of stuff for other teams, you know? It's, it's always the same mm -hmm. kind of thing, I feel like. I feel like a lot of narratives try to get pushed, and a lot of players don't ever get praised. They should be praised, that's all I'm trying to say. What's like a more recent narrative? Because, you know, that one was kind of a while ago do you have like a more recent one that you're thinking in, or thinking of um mm. probably zen, I mean, like you mentioned didn't you yeah zen. Like, i mean zen i mean you can find it with anything i'm not i'm not saying these players don't deserve praise but i'm just saying that casters i feel like repeat the same thing constantly well joyo 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 needing a new team is one of the weirdest things that i've ever heard in my entire life you got to choose his own team so i don't really understand how it's all Joyo's, uh, all Joyo being right. And that, right. That's got to be more of so a fan thing, surely, like Joyo needing a new team, right? That's more of like a fan comment. I don't think I've heard a caster say that. Um, I've, heard, I've heard casters say that Joyo deserves better players. I mean, Jorby's very passionate about that. In a, in a cast, yeah. though, like an actual cast, if a caster said that on their stream, that would be one thing, but if a cat or like, I don't know, tweeted it or something, but if they said it on the cast, that would be different, like on an actual cast. I, don't I mean, I don't think Jorby doesn't cast for the mainstream anymore, so I can't obviously analyze his casting, but. 
I mean, I don't really remember. Oh yeah, I just mean to point specific. out that I don't think he would say that. Well, I don't think he, in his mainstream casting days he would have said something like this. Um, yeah, yeah, but what I'm like, saying is I it can come across sometimes. It can come across sometimes when they're casting players that they're very biased towards certain players. You know. Do you? But do you think there's a? Yeah. No, firstly, yeah, definitely. But do you think that the uh, there should be a difference between? Well, can there be a difference between what casters say about players on their own personal stream, social media, etc., and the main channel? Yeah, there should be. 100%. And you wouldn't take so. Would you take the comments as well? I mean, you're well within your right to take the comments the same way as a player. But um, do you expect to see? Is that where you're seeing? Because you mentioned there's a lot of inconsistency. Is that where you're seeing the inconsistency, or do you see inconsistency when you listen back to casts and you you hear the actual live broadcast casting? Um, I mean, when I listen back to the casting, it's usually just like they're trying to tell a story. I feel like, and a lot of the stories get kind of boring and kind of the same thing. So. I don't know. I don't really care. Like I said, I don't really care what the cast have to say. I'm just saying whenever I do listen to the casting, I think it's very repetitive. Let me, I don't really think it's very insightful. Let me go a different angle because this one, this one kind of annoys me, um, especially like when I was playing or just like when I wasn't a caster. But I, I, I used to get annoyed when casters would like if, if someone makes a mistake, but they don't point it out. Like they're trying to give benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, oh, he was just, he just faked. You know, that's just like a very simple one. Like if he whiffs or something. But... There was a lot of comments. I think I get a lot of comments because if I, as a caster, like if I see something or it's just it's bad gameplay, I'll just say like this: these guys aren't playing well. But like a lot of the, I get a lot of feedback or a lot of people say they don't like when you say like these guys are trying their best. Don't point it out. Like, what do you guys think as players? Like, do you like? Do you not want to get out? Do you like when casters like if I'm pointing out, okay, like he's stuff, like he stuffed that up, or you would you, that up. do you like not rather you'd rather hear them kind of be like, oh no, it's okay, like they're trying their best, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, but I'd obviously rather you be like uh, honest with what you feel in the moment, but I mean, you just got to be honest, you know? Because you can happily criticize yeah, as long as it's insightful, you know. I don't think you should just be like, oh, they're playing bad. You know, I, th- I, I think hear the why first series, the first quarter, like the first quarter final, what was that? It was Magnifico. No, so, it was Magnifico. Magnifico so. Yeah, man. Like that series, like, can't, like that was ridiculous. But then it's, I've, people were saying like they, I was going too hard on them. But I was like, mate, they they threw like th- th- three 3-0 leads or something so, and like stuff like that. But I don't Wait, know. Where did you, you say people see... were going too hard on you? Where did you see that? Oh, there's a few tweets. There's a few tweets. That's, that's, something, that, that's something that will happen. Um, often, yeah, like whenever whenever a series is particularly bad, um, and casters are not praising the players and the teams for playing well, yeah, there's those. I think there's always going to be some some viewers who are just like, uh, I don't want to hear this because some people just want to hear positive. They just want positivity, which is fair. Like some people mm-hmm. are just the the type of personalities that try and surround themselves with positive thoughts, positive everything. Um, but it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't only. It's not the only thing some people are going to look for. I like more gen. I, I think so. It sounds like to to me what you're saying is you don't like disingenuous casting. And one of my gripes I wanted to ask you about is when I hear a caster say something that just sounds completely made up. Like as an example, if caster A asks caster B, "What does this team need to do to turn this series around?" and caster B just makes up a pile of nonsense. That is like <laughs> they need absolutely no get aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Just makes up a pile of nonsense. That's that's something that triggers me. It happens in like other esports and you know in Rocket League sometimes. But what is that more in line with what you're talking about? Where it's just okay, this is just nonsense. This isn't 
any there's no substance to this yeah yeah i mean exactly as opposed to positive or negative yeah yeah i mean i feel like they don't understand the game to the level they need to understand to be able to actually tell the audience what they're going to be doing during the timeouts you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it says like that. Well, it says like that. Just talking for the sake of so, yeah. repetitive storylines about um, you know one player. That's absolutely. I think that's very fair to say. And yeah, disingenuous commentary, hundred um, percent. Johnny does that all the time, though. Yeah, I try to. I try not to be disingenuous. So if I if I don't know, I've told uh, Shogun's asked me this question many times over the years. Like, what does this team need to do to turn this around? There's been many times, even on like big series, where I say I've got absolutely no idea because <laughs> like it just seems like such a dire situation um, that I'm like I don't know what I would tell them. Um, I'm glad I'm not the coach because they've just you know gone three games down in a best of seven and they're playing really really badly. But yeah, there's been other times where I think that there is something that stands out, and I'll say it, and maybe. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm not really not as a caster. I'm not too worried about it, really, um, because yeah, you're going to make mistakes as as a caster. Just like players are going to make mistakes, I guess. But yeah, there was one other thing I wanted to bring Archie into this as well. Archie, don't know if, how much you want to say on this topic, but um, yeah, do you? Uh, oh, I'm you know not trying to put words in your mouth, but do you kind of echo Ixos, uh sentiments towards uh, this topic uh, just generally? Um, I mean, I would say for one, like when he says like. On Quadrant, they mainly mention cash. I feel like that's like with every team. Basically, the casters just pick the most like mechanical, mechanical player, or most pleasing to watch player, and say he's the best player, or like always dog by him. But obviously, the there's three players on a team, and it needs to be consistent. Like you need to talk about all three players. Like you can't win a game with one person on the t- on the field. So um, the least mechanical players definitely don't get as much praise as they should from the casters. I uh, love like, that take, inside, Archie. Like that game. Us right here, baby. I love that <laughs> um, take. <laughs> That's gonna resonate yeah, like, very well with the chalk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, he's got a, a bit on Rizzo's team, but no, no one's fucking saying Rizzo's like the MVP, bro. Like, even though Rizzo was giving him ten open nets from the bumps he was doing, bro. Like, um, for a dose in first man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, yeah. yeah, when when Vitality won Worlds, no, I bet the Casas were talking about Radis in the least, even though he's probably one of the most like, even though some series he was probably the most imp- impactful player on that team. Um, and even like Alpha said in an interview, I'm pretty sure that Radisson played the best, but no one said that at Worlds. Like, none of the casters probably would have said that. It would be like, yeah, Zen or Alpha. So, um, definitely. Yes, like, DJ on the grand final cast didn't hear enough definitely of everything. Definitely there is. Did Radisson not hit his signature shot? He didn't. His no, signature bump? He didn't own goal now. Six rotation, triple bump net. He probably did. He's pretty good at that. I feel that. I feel that, Archie. I think a lot of people as well, like you were mentioning, so like have already have an idea in their head. It's like it's like confirmation bias is pretty big in Rocket League where, you know, whether that's casters, fans, whatever, are just looking for that one thing that they already believe. And then once they find it, they're like, see, I told yeah. you, I told you that this player was the best. Like they're looking for that one goal, one series, whatever, where whoever they think or whoever they think is the worst on the team, they'll wait for a bad series and be like, see, I told you, they should get kicked, you know, stuff like that. It's very rampant in Rocket League. I did want to mention uh, actually as well, Ixo, on your take that you don't care about what casters think. I think that's honestly a very healthy thing to to try and continue doing. You shouldn't care, and you should, I think, try not to care. I think it's a good example for all pros to not care because if you, you know, if, if like any pro scores like a good goal or does anything on a broadcast, and they see themselves in a clip and they press play and they hear what the caster says and it annoys them, that's obviously not very good for their mental so i think mentally it's probably just a good thing to do to bulletproof yourself on another avenue we hear a lot about like 
d- d- you know, uninstall Reddit, uninstall socials if you're having a bad w- weekend, whatever it'll land. But I think it's the same thing. Yeah, don't actually listen to what casters say as pro is probably right up there with a good, a good advice for up and coming players to not get tilted. Because at the end of the day, it's not. I don't think casting is for pros, but um, it is definitely nice over the years when you know a pro tells you they like your casting. It's like it's it's an affirmation that you're doing your good. You're doing a good job because you haven't actually tailored your commentary to pros, but they don't hate it. It's like kind mm. of that's the vibe I'm I'm I guess going for uh, because I I yeah I don't I don't want to you know have pros tell me that oh yeah that everything you said was wrong and this is wrong and that's wrong and that's wrong. I'll be like okay that's yeah I need to do my homework I guess. Um, so yeah, you're definitely. I think it's very valid what you said, and I don't. I don't take any offense to it. I know. I I, I tweeted go an interview by Ixo, and then I have a bunch of people replying like he's talking about you, bro. <laughs> like, I even if even if he is, it's still a go an interview. It's awesome. way, Honestly, yeah, it's a way better it's interview than, than fa- like oh the fact yeah, that it was something like, like different and super direct, and it was just straight up your yes, opinion. Like yes. I, I loved that. It was like, real. It was so real. I saw I loved nothing it else from the E weekend besides like your interview and maybe like one shot. I'm not even kidding. So. <laughs> No, I loved it because it, it was it was way better than uh, the usual interviews. I mean, the interviews are getting better over the years, and they are getting better now. A lot of players are getting really good at them, but yeah, it's way better than the usual. Like, yeah, we're really happy we won, and we're going to try and win again tomorrow. Like, great, thank you for the insight. You know, so I liked it, yeah. and you know, hats <laughs> off to you. And I think there's been some clapback to it, but I don't think it's deserved. I think yeah, if, you, if some people now consider you the heel, I think you should ignore them as well and keep keep doing you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I mean, just as I say, I don't care about the casters. I really don't care about the chart. Like that, that's a next level thing. I don't care about. It's Reddit, <laughs> Twitter. I'm just being honest. Like, why should I care about them? It's not like an arrogance thing. It's just genuinely like for my career, it doesn't make sense yeah. to listen to chat. Yeah. Like it it's genuinely doesn't make sense. It's, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not. It's not. They're not really like no disrespect to them, but they're not really going to help me in any regard. Even if they tell me I played good, tell me I did this well, it doesn't really help me. I just want to listen to my my team. You know, the people around me who support me. It's just like anything in life, you know. You don't really yeah. want to listen to the people who are going to come in and chime their voice that you don't want to hear. Just, I'm, I'm just focused on myself is all I wanted to put across. I'm not like trying to out, like aim it towards any specific caster. It's just mm. I don't want to have to give my opinion on every every single every single other person's opinion. You know, if someone comes to me and says, "Oh, what do you think about this opinion of this of this?" I just, I just don't care, man. To be honest, simply put, I just don't really care. I know a lot of people say he clearly cares because he does. He says he doesn't care, but I don't care. I'm just being honest. <laughs> You know, I, I just, just, to the soul, I don't care. You know, I, like I, I have to say I don't care because otherwise you wouldn't understand. I don't, you know, can't appeal. I can't appeal to everyone. It's just one of the, it's that. just one of those things, isn't it? Like if you say that you don't care, people will be like, "Haha!" So you do so care. You do. It's like, well, okay. how, exactly. how are you supposed to communicate that you don't care about something then? If saying you don't care makes you care, like, is that just impossible to communicate that information? Like, yeah, I mean, I believe you personally. I think it's like also even if there is any like percentage of. That, uh, you know caring in there if any any amount of caring that you do have for those comments yeah i think telling yourself that you don't and actually practicing not caring is a skill that you can get better at and reach your goal of not caring 100 percent um even if you're not there right but what what percentage do you think you're at are you at 100 percent? are you like uh you know still grinding the not caring uh it depends, i'm not it joking depends about it. it this is a skill it depends on the caster <laughs> depends on the caster i'm joking but, uh, <laughs> for sure like i feel like um Obviously, like I care to the point where I'm not brain dead. I obviously hear words and I, and, I, and it goes into my brain and I, fu- I function an opinion on what someone just told me. But to the point where like I actually take it as criticism or like I actually take it and like use that information, it's like it's like zero percent. I don't really it, yeah, actually take anything like seriously. I really like it because it sounds very much like what I've done over the years because there was a point early on in like casting slash content where 
I probably cared about every comment I read because it was, it was so new to me. And then at some point I realized that in fact, a lot of the comments that I'll, re that I'll read about myself are just going to be from people that just naturally don't like me. And I don't want to shape my work and my career, my life mm, exactly, around yeah. people that don't like me anyway. It's fine if people don't like you. It's fine if, you know, people say mean things about you on the internet. It's probably better to try and, you know, just do what you want to do, be who you want to be, just be be genuine. And uh, yeah, it, 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 I, start, I started doing that. My strat actually early on in my career was, okay, I'll read comments because it doesn't really bother me to read hateful comments and I'll extract any useful information I can from comments. And if I deem the comment completely worthless, I just like try and, you know, I'll delete it in my head. It's just gone. I'm like, okay, that was worthless. Uh, next, I'll just move on. Like, there's no point dwelling on hate. There's no point dwelling on like, okay, this, this caster said something I don't like and then letting it bother you throughout the day. Um, it's better to yeah. just like move on. So I, I actually do really rate that mentality. I think it's going to be, it's going to help you. Um, it's definitely yeah, I mean, as well. results. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just the mindset you've got to have because obviously if you listen to everyone's opinion when you're coming against like prime vitality, then obviously you're meant to lose, you know? So mm -hmm. if I listen to everyone's opinion, then I won't be able to like pull an up. So like, it's just, it's just like a normal mentality to have. And in general, it's just a problem with social media. You know, people always feel like they can say whatever they want to anyone, but, you know. Yeah, it's the anonymity, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah, you, this, you actually just should not listen. Yeah. This segues uh, extremely well. We actually got a comment on our YouTube channel from our, our boy Eric because I asked him for a topic because he didn't like our previous topics last week. So I asked him for one Too this many week. formats. <laughs> Regardless, he said uh, he was talking about like how to keep a pro's mind healthy and talking about mentality in general. Is there anything that you guys do specifically to kind of help your mentality going into an event, maybe a major or a regional? Well, they're not regionals anymore, but maybe a qualifier or a major or anything like that, like delete, actually delete Reddit, Twitter, you know, all that stuff or, you know, anything specific that you guys do? Mm, I mean, it's obviously like, it kind of depends on the mood I'm in, to be honest. I mean, obviously you get in those moods where like, you actually want to use like maybe something inside of you to like fuel a bit of energy and maybe like, maybe you're not really like actually on it that day. So you just, you want to actually read some hate comments, you know? <laughs> so you actually want to like fuel oh, yourself. Oh, really? You hate <laughs> fuel yourself. That's actually... <laughs> hey, I mean, some people... Oh, that's sick. Uh, I mean, at least I used to do. It. I don't really do this anymore. But like, I remember I did it on B when I had to play BDS on Quadrant. I literally like read every hate comment saying I wasn't good enough for main event. Everything I was saying I don't deserve to team of cash, and I just ended up popping off. So maybe I should do it more to be honest. But yeah, I mean, but as a whole, it's just like it's kind of it's kind of just like a life skill to be honest. It isn't really to do with gaming. It's just like as a whole, you should just value your own opinion and the people you actually care about more than other people. Mm. Like that don't really have like a good opinion of uh, who you actually are as a person, and just keep the good people around you and as a whole and when you, you don't go know who they are like... as well they could be exactly. some, just... some person who doesn't even have your back they're just talking nonsense to try and get attention so i, I read that a lot you just got to worry about you know the only thing you should care about is what your team and your coach thinks i mean yummy cheese man shout on me for six years but that didn't stop me that didn't stop me just worry about what the team thinks about you and that's the main thing i think the the yeah. comments can be overwhelming it's, it's the same with everything like youtubers content creators and stuff i think sunless talks about it like it's easier to look at the one percent the two percent, five percent, whatever of hate comments, like they stick out to you. They're always going to you. Kind of like looking for it in a way as well. You kind of like who's who's talking shit about me. You know, it's kind of like natural human behavior. So the more you can just worry about what your team thinks. Like if Archie says you shit, then you're probably concerned. You know, that's when you kind of like, okay, maybe I need to fix something. But if it's some random, you, you know, Reddit comment, then who cares? Like, well, who do they, what do they know? You know? Yeah.
Exactly. Have you tried this strat, Archie, to hate fuel yourself by reading comments? Uh, nah, that... honestly, no, like... I don't care. But I mean, honestly, I respect people's opinions. <laughs> I don't care. So I don't really. I mean, if someone like shits talk to me, like honestly, like respect, like um, without a fans, there's no esport, bro. So I don't really care. Man. Like you can shit talk yeah. me all you want, bro. Uh, but then, I do. I do like the fact they have opinions, you know. Then it's like, uh, I mean, I just like going to every series, wanting to win, bro. I'm. I never really. I'm like thinking about anything other than outside the game when I'm going into a series. Uh, it's better, yeah. It's better than indifference. Like, you, if you you say yeah. that you like that they have a, any opinion at all, oh, yeah, yeah, it's no, probably I mean, better than indifference for sure. It's better than everyone agreeing. So, like, that's uh, another very under underrated comment. Yeah, speak more about that. Why? Why does agree? Why does everybody agreeing suck, Archie? I mean, then there's no nothing to talk about. I mean, I mean, mm. for one, there would be no like desk because they just agree with everything. No one would watch that. Like, boring. Uh, I mean, there's nothing to talk about. Um, obviously, certain people like certain things more than other people. I mean, I think mostly people dislike players because they just don't like their personality or they just have like some hatred towards them um, because of something they said or they beat a favourite team, for example. Um, but yeah, I don't care. I mean, I'm I'm just like, I respect the fans, even though most of them like hate me, but I respect them, honestly. <laughs> In terms of your, I guess, team getting back to getting back to player health, mental health, team chemistry and stuff like, what's the most important thing for you guys as a team? You talked about how you probably didn't have the best result regional one. Like, I know when I was playing, like for me, like comms and just being able to speak up. You know, we talk about other people being able to speak what they want, but in terms of team stuff, you know, being able to speak your mind and whatever issues and stuff. Because I always found when I was a player, you know, if someone had an issue whatever how small it might be it might be play style it might be what someone says what if someone sighs or something if you let it let it sort of grow it can just turn into like a way bigger thing that already was so like is that is that a big thing for you guys like communication being able to talk through issues say what's on your mind that kind of stuff yeah i mean i think you have to like build a level of trust to be able to like mm. openly speak your minds um because like i mean if you like just start teaming you're not really like close to each other and like um you kind of got to understand each other's brains um, so you know, like, um, if you have to say it in a certain way, otherwise it's going to affect them. Because, mm. I mean, I could basically say, like, so you're playing shit, and he, like, takes it, like, super to heart, um, and, like, keeps playing shit. Or I could say, like, you're playing shit to Oski, and he's, like, he, like, locks in and starts playing really good, you know? Um, so, like, everyone's different, and you got to, like, understand how to uh, talk to, to people differently. Um, but, like, I mean, the success to a team is being able to openly talk about issues you have, because when you just let it, like, eat away at you, then you're never going to succeed. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And what do you guys think um, 
let's let's do a bit of maybe this guy's this could help you guys. What do you guys think is is separating top like you, you talk about the top two right now, you guys are kind of in that in that next bracket. What do you think separating you guys from from getting to the top of the region? Is it stuff like that? Comms talking, is it practice schedules? Oh, man. Is it- BDS and KC just cold, bro. Just cold. They just like clutch man, like um an OT, they'll just clutch out like a game seven, they'll clutch out. Um, I mean, also they just have like the all all the individual players are playing like the best rocket league they can. For example, like I think like Exotic's playing like one of the best players in Europe right now. Um, mm. For sure, he's like the X Factor BDS. Like he's playing super well. He boned Aerol. Did you see that? Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah, for this season. Scary. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I always knew he was like pretty good, but like honestly, this season, like he's actually like, insane. Like he's so hard to play against. Like. Um, he's probably the best player on BDS in my opinion and then yeah, like obviously Casey you have Vatira who just like is the biggest winner of all time bro this guy if this guy wins worlds one time he's probably the greatest of all time bro like unironically mm. um, then they've got Rice who always go, goes to grand finals and Atta who's like insanely talented too so I'm really well makes sense and then the the other like I mean there's probably like four teams like Oz Magnifico uh, Genomates and uh, Vitali who are like and in that region together where we're like not as good as BDS and uh, KC, but like eventually um, the season's a long, long season. So eventually probably we'll be able to catch up. I don't think any what teams about, are there like best fit. What about, uh, so Moist didn't qualify for the second event. Where do you put Moist? Um, do you oh, think that's no an indication of... I have no idea what to think of Moist because I think like before, before like the, like after the first one, you know, I'd think, oh, okay, they're probably like top six. Top six mm-hmm. as well, but then they don't want to make the regional, bro. Like you're a top six team, you you have yeah. to make the regional. Like, but do you think that's format, format or moist or a bit of both? Both. I mean, both. Like both. when I first saw them lose, I was like, bro, like the format's so bad. Like I feel bad for them, but like at the end of the day, you gotta win, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah. like not make top sixteen in Europe if you, if you want to like make majors, bro. Like it's just like um, uh, yeah, that day, man. The, that day is crazy. Yeah, you got go unlucky like... run. In the lowest, mm. but like they literally lost the solid in uppers, like that's the own for like free like yeah. Um, but I mean, they can bounce back for sure. Like, like in terms of like peak potential, they're they're pretty good. They got like Joyo, who's insanely like talented. Uh, Oli, who's on his days like an insane player, and then Rezzy. I don't really know much much about Rezzy like as a player, but I mean, he's got a pretty high uh, mechanical ceiling. So who knows? I want to just quickly circle back to the the question about because I, I asked you about KCOM and stuff you kind of said they're just cold but like how, how are we going to do it boys what what it's going to is it going to be more practice for you guys to, to be able to beat a KCOM to get to the BDS KCOM level is it practice is it is it trying to change is it analyzing their play style trying to emulate it is it what do you what do you guys think it's going to take for you guys to get to that next step is it just time I think it's just time yeah I think we kind of spoke about a lot of things uh, after the first regional. And I think we're going to speak again sometime soon and just kind of like put together our thoughts and just keep pushing because I think obviously a lot of people didn't see every game we played, but I think we made a big jump in performance from uh, the first regional to the second. So hopefully we can do that same jump uh, next regional. Yeah, I think that for me watching, I think K-Corp do it the best. If just the the way they play is like so unselfish. Like everything they do is just trying to like instant and I think communication I love to I think Atto might have tweeted with their comms as well I love to sort of 
listen to a few games of their comms because it's just like instantly like the first guy on the ball always knows what he's going to do. It's like Andrew will bump straight away, second guy's following up underneath, you know, stuff like that. They're always just like doing the optimal um, thing for whoever, wherever they are on the pitch. But I think they've kind of like nailed that more than anyone else, the way they sort of follow each other and, and not try and just 1v3 air dribble or, you know, 1v3, 1v3 solo play. Like they're looking to break teams down. I think they kind of like do that more better than anyone else. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's like a long season. Like we saw last mm. season, like Casey started off super strong. Um, they were the best. I think they were the best like team over the season for sure. Like last season, and they didn't win worlds because it's like such a long season. So there's still like loads of time. Like Vitality could come back to peak form in like in the second split. They could be the best team in the world. So I mean, it's just the first split. It's only been two regionals. Like I don't think we can really talk about much because uh, I mean yeah, for well, one, I think I think yeah. also like the the seventh month or whatever it was off season has like really like hurt teams because like not playing RCS for that long. Honestly, I think like because like made like the level go down a little bit mm. in my opinion i don't know if you agree but i don't think the level is consistency 100 percent. Yeah. yeah consistency is definitely falling off but i think mechanics and uh like i don't know peak has gone up considerably because i feel like uh yeah vitality at the end of last season raised the bar and now everybody's just going for the craziest things as just like normal baseline i'm like i feel like eh, there's so many players now who are trying shots that only Zen would have tried at the very end of last season when he first came into the into the league. So I Just think like yeah, peaks really gone way up. Like that. <laughs> oh my god, the, the peak the peak attempts have gone through the roof, but consistency is definitely down. I think yeah, I, I think it's partly as well the the pressure of the format has to be a contributing factor because it's so brutal, like qualifiers yeah. and knowing that no it's wild card, well played, Just, epic games. Yeah, there's yeah, no wildcard seed and only four spots for EU. So, like, the pressure is just way more on now than it was before. So, that's got to be a factor when you're talking about yeah. consistency. I mean, how are you supposed to be as consistent when there's just more on the line uh, and uh, less spots and there's, you know, less events and uh, less time to, to get it all in? Do you guys um, feel that? Like, you know, four, we talk about four spots. Do you guys kind of feel that amongst the teams and in tournaments? You know, before I feel like just getting top four, you're kind of like, nice, like it's a tick, but I feel like you're never really comfortable now in a you, like yeah, it's like I mean, a win or nothing. I'm not, I really feel the pressure of having to make top four to make all the, the major lands because obviously I go into every tournament with like thinking about that tournament and try and win it. So mm -hmm. I don't really think about the, the long term. I just think about the, the tournament I'm in and like game by game. But I think it's just like... So it's it's like a joke that you have four spots when you got four teams in the top four worlds. Like, it makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I hope it goes back up in the future for sure. I really do. I think it, it could. Um, if the, I hope this is the new like baseline and then the uh, EU just gets more and it can get one. Oh, well, mm. EU and NA getting their spot back is definitely number one on the agenda now that Mina's got two and SSA's got one. Um, actually, I didn't actually, I, I wasn't planning on bringing this up, but are you guys following the SSA e versus EU Uh SSA regionals. Did you see how many teams qualified? I saw yeah, it was like ten. So many teams. Six SSA teams only. So there's ten. Yeah, six, six SSA teams. teams and ten EU teams. Or no, there's nine non. EU teams and one North African team. Funnily enough, an Algerian team oh. is playing, which I actually don't mind. That I mean, fair fair play. <laughs> they're at least they're African. It's a you know the right continent. Um, but we are Exo and Archie. Have you followed like the the matches at all or the the team I know the team who's play, uh, playing in the final every time and losing is all English. Do you know those guys? Nugget and um 
Motion? Yeah, I used to uh, play with Motion on Xbox when I was like 13. It's kind of funny. Um, but I <laughs> no they just went to uh, Reunion. They, they're literally like... Yeah, so, wait, have they flown out there? Yeah, Hold on. yeah. Which, which is kind of weird because they... I'm <laughs> so pretty sure crazy. they have to be the the top the, like to die for team in like the the, the quarters, quarters. quarters yeah. Yeah. they've got to snipe, they've got to throw two games in Swiss and snipe them in the quarters yeah. they've got to snipe yeah, in eighth place in Swiss that'd actually be crazy if that happens if they honest. try that that is the biggest drama in Rocket League history flying to Reunion Island to then try and lose twice <laughs> in Swiss well, on purpose weird, like, why didn't they just fly out at the start if they wanted to do I don't know or at least maybe the they meant one. to maybe but it was tough I don't know I mean maybe it was yeah, I mean, it's got to be tough. I, I didn't even know about Reunion Island before. It's like some island off the coast of Madagascar that's, like, I think yeah. a French colony. I didn't know about it, no. colony. Yeah, it is, it is. And, uh, yeah, there's one of the... There's a Dutch team out there, and now there's an English team out there. Maybe it's, like, the part of SSA that's easiest to short-term emigrate to. I don't know. But, yeah, so SSA is this weekend, and they're playing again. <laughs> if they fix the bracket, which they really have to do, like, and you can't blame them for doing it, will this, like, be the first time to really expose the Swiss... In, and like single elim as like a serious problem. If they do, I think they just get banned. <laughs> like I think they but just get it, straight yeah, up banned. Yeah. It, but is it like it, it's not like they're doing it for other people? Like they're doing it for themselves. Uh, isn't that different than? It's it goes against like definitely against the rules. I know you have to like <laughs> play one hundred percent every series, but like uh, I don't know. I I mean, I had a team get banned because they threw to to keep us from getting out. But that was kind of like a different thing. That was kind of like to stuff someone else's. Oh yeah, they had nothing to themselves. gain, and they still yeah. threw. That was an um, that was an incredible OCE drama back but then. But <laughs> this is kind of like oh, this is a hard one for me. Like it's, I understand like the whole thing. Well, it's against for the record. It's against the rules. It is. They you have to play one hundred percent every series. I know, but it's just like a weird when when it doesn't benefit you directly and it doesn't hurt anyone else apart from the other team. But it's because you want to get there. I don't know. Yeah, well, so what you're bringing up is a fair point that the format in this instance does, in fact, incentivize losing because the only way that they can make the LAN is by losing twice in Swiss, getting eighth place in Swiss to then snipe Limitless in the quarterfinals and eliminate them. That's the only way they can make LAN. So, yes, I would agree a format that incentivizes losing is a bad format in that aspect. But overall, Swiss into single is mostly very good. Uh, my opinion, but in, in this instance, yes, this is an example where it could be improved. I think it could be improved. Yeah, yeah. like oh, as people are saying, it can, it can hurt. It, look, hurt, yeah, it can hurt the bracket and stuff. But at the end of the day, if they do this and then win the tournament, it's hard to say, oh, this team is like not playing at their heart. Like, well, we just won the thing. Mm. They just did it in a, they just went on a different seed to get there. Like, it's, mm. it's a funny one. And but I understand Swiss into why AFL, they would this, get wouldn't, this wouldn't happen in Swiss into AFL. They would have to get fourth to try and snipe Limitless, and then Limitless wouldn't even be eliminated. So it wouldn't work. Like, you, there are formats where this wouldn't work. But yeah, that's a, you know, we'll 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 talk about it again next week when that story actually happens. We'll see. Maybe they're just like going out to limit uh, to limitless to uh, yeah. What if Island limitless? To... What if limitless lose in the like the third round? Oh, on purpose the counter so throw. They don't get it. And then what do they get banned then if they're trying to dodge the si- oh, dodge the? Oh my goodness! Well, again, I think it's a format issue. It's a hundred percent a format issue. It, yeah, it you is, can it literally is. manipulate where you are in the matchup. It's like one yeah, million no. percent a format issue. I think maybe they're just going out to Reunion Island to get some experience out there before the second split, where they're going to go yeah, hard and I'm try sure. and really, really go for <laughs> yeah. it. But hey, we'll we'll circle back on that next week. Cause that's uh, this weekend that's happening. But yeah, Riz, uh, CJ, you you had one uh, thing to bring up to round off this episode, I believe, or did it, was this for another week? The um, I don't um, know what the title was. 
No, well, yeah, we could probably wrap it up with this. We can um, wrap it up with one more topic, if you don't mind. We I wanted to ask Geekso and Archie about the last thing I wrote in the chat, if you want to read that. That was like the, the transition I was going for here. Oh, well, this, this, kind of, this kind of sums it up. So, obviously, for those that might have watched the uh, EU pre-show on Saturday. The Saturday, there was an NA with Taj. Um, a low light, a not top 10, which is, which is uh, commonplace. They in called it much. a highlight reel, by the way. Okay, well, obviously we it did. wasn't. Um, we did. It was a very well... De- it was so deceptive. It was anyway, very it was a bit well of, hidden. Obviously, it's a bit of fun. And I think it happens in like any sport I watch do these like like blooper reels, like funny, you know, and it's all just kind of... It's just entertainment. And I think that like uh, me as a former pro, I think like Yummy's made like an eight-minute clip of me missing open nets. Like it just happened. Like it's just what you an get when you're pro. Video? Like there's... A, it, I don't know if it's eight <laughs> minutes, but there's like a whole... Anyway, he's... It, it, anyway, I'm really just saying how Yummy just shat on my whole career but look it, it, this happens it's just entertainment and stuff and i thought that the reaction was very interesting like we had a lot of there was a lot of people i guess coming into bat for the players or t- for the region for things saying oh this is not this is too far this is this isn't what you want the mainstream shouldn't be showing this i'm like i just think we need to lighten up a little bit it was it was kind of what i wanted to get at um like it's like who cares like it's just entertainment yeah we're not we're not it's not like we're just pointing out like this happened in the game but let's laugh about it let's move on um Bert, okay yeah. i want to I ask uh archie and Ixa, did you guys see the uh na highlight reel by chance yeah yeah i was watching yeah. on the, the big screen you got to see it okay now not <laughs> not necessarily talking about the highlight reel itself but as uh i guess like entertainment value like what do you what do you think of uh, that you know a, a whiff taj from na um being shown on the mainstream do you think that's a bad thing do you think that's a good thing does it matter at all um i mean i think it, i thought it was like funny but i mean i can see why people was like obviously like always disrespectful but i mean i thought i thought it was like jokes um but i mean i still think like the broadcaster could do better with like putting a bit of respect on g2's g2's name for example i think the rest of the region you can shit all but g2 <laughs> didn't we do that i swear we showed like seven different clips from atomic nah, uh, yeah you that did show that clip but well. it was also it was also gen g fucking up so well played um nah, i did i must have missed i must have been i mean I still think, all i saw was like players playing perfect rock league and atomic nah, still, banger from it, seven it different was, angles was, i don't know it was still funny if i can sure. agree with you there i mean well, obviously like a lot of people in the scene are like What's the word? Snowflake. So it's obviously going to hurt them a bit harder. So, especially no, I mean, okay, that that's obviously something you can't do again. The whole atomic thing. But that was obviously, uh, you know, a, a reference to like recently, like uh, yeah, the past, like I don't know what, when it was, like a week or so, or a week or something ago. Like uh, there was just these hilarious Reddit threads, like uh, with the, mo- the most in- insanely toxic titles, which I loved. Uh, honestly, I was like. Showing, I was linking it to the boys. Like, can you? This isn't. This is amazing. That that's actually been typed out and posted on the Rockle mm-hmm. Esports Reddit. But anyway, yeah, about about me being toxic. Um, so I thought, okay, let's just spin a one eighty. Pretend that I'm being nice to G two, and it's not. In fact, it's just the same goal seven times. But that's not going to be. That's we can't do that again. It's a one. T- it's a joke. <laughs> but do would you guys mind that uh, in in the EU context? Exo, uh, if there was like an EU whiffs Taj, would you care? I've got an idea of what you might say here, but I want to hear it from you. Uh, I think it's like a bit of cheap humor, but I mean, if people think it's funny, then I don't really care. Like, it's not like gonna affect me like too much, but I do think it's a bit lazy. But I mean, again, it's it's, it's whatever you guys think it is. Like, in, like as a production crew, so 
Like, just me personally, I don't really find it that funny. But, I mean, in the moment, it was quite funny. But, I don't know. Uh, we got it. Enjoy. 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 We got it. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I didn't understand, like... Uh, I don't like the fact that, like, obviously you guys, like, always criticize North America, then do it. Like, I feel like it's over the... Like I said, it's a bit over the top. Like, and like, I just think this whole NA versus EU discussion is dead. I think EU's clearly yeah, better. Like, something that, it's not a discussion. Mm. Yeah, I, think, I think we should start discussing EU versus Sam or EU versus Mina, bro. I'm not trolling, man. EU versus OCE, you know, stuff oh, like no, that. I think, I'm not even trolling. Uh, I'm not even trolling. I think Mina and Sam might have more teams to contend than, than NA. And OCE or what's up? Oh, hell no, hell no. Hell okay, no. I just want to make sure. Players. Inadvertently stoking the fire, or the most like another just fantastic example of deadpan British humor. So well done to both of you for that. But yeah, the uh, the whole like uh, no that that one segment we ran, um, obviously that was uh, like in in that execution of it, you can't do that again. It was uh, it was you know it was intentionally crafted based on recent events, uh, you know. Because it would be, it would be very. I think it would be worse if we just ran like on the EU pre-show last Saturday. Imagine we just went went live and we're like, yeah. So here's a summary of NA last weekend, and it's a bunch of like, you know, mistakes in one series, and we're doing like deep deep dive into what what went wrong. I think that's that's worse. I felt we we felt like putting more of a light tone on it because everybody seems to be so so on edge in the Rock League community right now. We're like, let's just let's just calm down a second. It's not that serious. Let's just have a, have a laugh. Because I mean, me personally, I think it humanizes players. I talked about this in my stream the other day. I think that players make, make mistakes. And if all you do in a pre-show is talk about how amazing the players are and how perfect the players are, and then you go into the game one of the series and there's immediately like a, I, I don't know, a kickoff goal because nobody went for the ball, the viewers are just going to be like, wait, what? This isn't what we were told to expect. So I don't know. It, everybody makes mistakes. All pros make mistakes and it's fine. I don't think it defines them. And uh, I think it's, for me, I reckon it's funnier to and more... It, I think it's less toxic to put it in a you know funny context than it is to actually do a breakdown of let's talk about what went wrong here. Uh, but what do you guys think? Would you rather see a this is here's a key mistake, key moment, analytical angle versus you know what what we're talking about here um, with more of a funny you know tone? Depends how bad the um, mistake is. Yeah, I mean, I'd also I be intrigued. Like, go on. I think I think like a bit of both could be good. I think like the. Yeah. The desk could definitely do more analytical like things. Like I liked when you did the the kickoff thing, Johnny, on the show. To be honest, I knew someone like, like um, that. I knew you're my one, only yeah, one, like, actually. Like the only EU, one. A, a lot of teams I in EU were like, well, a few teams in EU like trying to do kickoffs like us as well, like Casey, Vitali, mm. um, and I think that was like a good breakdown. Um, I mean, obviously, I think for, like if you do it again, you can get more kickoffs because there was way more that happened this regional. There were. I think. I think Magnifico um, watched it. I think Magnifico countered the very first kickoff we talked about in the kickoff classroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, they scored a kickoff goal straight off the bat. I think Magnifico were watching the pre-show that day. Yeah, I think definitely do like more like um, breakdowns on like certain plays. Um, but because I think like if you like go into a mistake that a certain player made instead of a team, then mm. it's much worse. Like I think if you just go into a mistake that the whole team made or like team? certain yeah, things that sure. like each player did wrong instead of just like one guy, then I think it's cool. Mm. But I wouldn't mind if you like bro- broke down a player that me so ask you like all fucked up in, um, mm-hmm. like or like the other team just outplayed us. Um, I think that would be good for the viewers, for example. Be careful what you wish for though. I, I might accidentally expose your game plan. Like I did the G2s. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it. Yeah, I, I put up a G2 it. video. Sathu messaged me and said, take that down right now. That's what he said. <laughs> so, just be careful. Uh, I, be I careful like it, yeah. sure? 
Yeah. I'll be watching. I, I well. like that you said that though. Yeah, I, I'm glad that somebody likes the the kickoff like breakdowns and like more analytical content. You know, personally, I'd love to do more stuff like that, and I know I'm not the only caster who thinks that. Um, we we want to do more things like that for sure. But you know, that content does definitely exist. Like in the past week, I know Gibbs has made multiple videos doing more like uh, analytical style uh, about what's going on in RLCS. CJ's made like a bunch of analytical videos. I've made like a video looking at some stats on G2 versus Gen G. I haven't seen the community talk about any of them outside of the actual channels they've been posted. I've, yeah, I've not seen any no interesting video. I just want to call. I want to call out the community a little bit here. I think they say we want this, we want that, and they don't really want that. They do, in fact, just want NA versus EU drama because that's all that people post, even if it's not, even if it's completely manufactured. Like, did there, you see Reddit, um, so many Reddit threads about that and nothing about the content that is being made? Did you see? Uh, I think it was very recently JJ Reddick. I was about NBA, to bring this up. I'm so glad you did. He he oh, actually had a rant about this. I saw this actually because in an AFL radio talk show brought this up so like australian rules mentioned this and it's i guess prevalent in every sport so he did mm. he has a youtube channel he did an analytical video on um i think it was the oh was it the pe- was it pelican it was a the uh, doesn't matter what it was about he did an analytical uh, basketball video. Team. He did, a, basketball he did team. a in-depth analysis video and usually his his uh views his videos get like 250k 300k viewers 200k whatever mm. he did an analysis video and he got like 50k views and he went on a rant and yeah. he said Everyone, everyone talks about how good it is. Like to do analysis, don't do stuff. At the end of the day, no one cares. You guys don't watch it. It's got fifty k <laughs> views. Whereas yeah. if you do it, you know, drama, trade rumors, well, you know, thing, that kind yeah, of stuff. about that as well is he immediately like, well, I don't know, following that or right before that, probably following it, he made like a, I don't know, kind of like a a diss, I guess, in a way about like Doc Rivers, which is a coach, uh, talking mm. about like just like a bunch of stuff in general, and then. um like immediately that gets like millions and millions of impressions but his analytical video gets like 50k views so it's it's literally the same exact thing you're talking about it's like as soon as you go for an analytical take it's like there's such a small amount of people that actually care about it but like as soon as you just drama farm it's instantly people would like we'll talk about it i mean it's it's, this is a small subset there's a lot my youtube channel right now like i've done analysis videos but my most viewed is just like me watching squishy play garrett g and it's like who's gonna beat who you know like that's like the most (laughs) it's just like people want to watch you know you just people want to watch i don't know zen whatever do this or drama or vitality and making a roster move or something like stuff like that that's all it's the same as just real world news like people watch bad news news, we we gravitate towards drama towards bad news towards negativity um, but and, we and we actually cool. want to make analytical content RLCS casters all, all time RLCS they want to do that but like uh, I, I don't think it gets enough uh, like actual talk from people who say that like people say this is what we want and then it will get made and those same people don't talk about it and then, you know, I'll, I'll just be going about my, you know, day-to-day life. I'll just be streaming and, you know, talking uh, to my viewers and I'll say something like, uh, I'll say, make a joke. And that'll get, that's more like a joke on my stream is more likely to get clipped out of context and get 500 upvotes and 200 comments than a video where I do like an analytical Mm. style deep dive. And it's been the same, by the way, for years. This isn't just a current thing. That has always been the case. It's always been the case. So part of it is probably just, yeah, like CJ said, I think bad news just gets more clicks, gets more engagement. But we don't actually want to do that all the time. We're not, in fact, farming impressions as a job. We do want to make analytical content as well. So I hope, hopefully people will start 
engaging with it more. Watch CJ's videos. Post post CJ's videos. They're they're really good. I don't know why there's not a Reddit thread about every single one of them. Oxygen might win a regional if they copy G2 style. I want to to get back to this. Let's do it. (laughs) You guys have talked about G2. Archie, Archie, you're all all about it. Um, Right now, who wins G2 or Vitality? G2 versus Vitality? Mm, Right now, current form. Okay, well, is this online? You've got to bet your like, entire net worth on it well, online, online right online. now. <sighs> Round one in Swiss. Mm. Okay, what happens? Okay, no, let, let's go with best of seven. I like best of seven more. No, okay. it has to be okay. right one because then there's no other evidence. You don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I guess there's no, you don't okay, know what's happening. Like, it's, it's just a best of seven, just a stri- okay, straight up. Best, okay, let's, let's just say Swiss. Swiss Round one, Swiss, best of seven. Yeah, okay, let's do that. So I'm saying, I'm saying G2 win game one, then Vitaly win two, <laughs> then G2 win another. Vitality timeout and then Vitality win the next two. Vitality 4 2. Oh, 4 2. So you would say, in fact, it's not insane to rank Vitality over G2 right now. Is it? Do not get just... started with that, Johnny. Of course, of course G2, G2 could win. I think G2 is insane, bro. But I just, bro, Vitality. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they... Like, I, bro, we haven't seen EU vs NA like, since Worlds. And look what happened at Worlds. Vitality just destroyed everyone, bro. And Vitality, like, just because they ain't winning every regional doesn't mean anything, bro. Like, it's, it's hard to win regionals. Um, and you can't always win, bro. Mm-hmm. So I, I, still think you... I still think Vitaly's like... I think you could still say Vitaly's still the second best team in the world. So Cause I think KC is like a little bit better. Yeah, right like, Ar- Archie, you're, being, you've, you're trading on very dangerous territory oh, right now. This what? is some... This is uh, you're like, on quicksand. Be careful. This is almost... This is... Now you're getting into like this is almost war crime territory in the Rock League community right now. What you're saying, so be extremely careful. Um, that's about and that truthfully, no, that, that yeah, to keep keep talking. It's hilarious. Um, if people find that what you've just said annoying, I mean, until <laughs> or, the land, Vitaly is still the best team. So on on land or just in general, yeah, I mean, on land, bro. Like lands are completely different games online, in my opinion, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, I mean, I mean, I don't really know how G two plays. I don't really watch NA, but if they're super like mechanical, like passing, like I don't know if they're gonna have the same like uh, consistency and like peak online as they do online. But maybe they just called. But don't know. All right, I I have one I mean, last Zen, thing here. Zen's like guy, bro. Zen's like guy, bro. Yeah, that guy. I have one last thing here. No, wait. You mean Rodosin is that guy? Rodosin is him. Oh yeah, he's that guy too. <laughs> but Zen's also that guy. <laughs> I think Ixo is that guy, actually. Uh, I am. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, Ixo is that guy. Ixo is that guy. Yeah, actually, I do have one more question, kind of for Ixo here specifically, because you were saying that, um, not exactly what you said, but I'm paraphrasing here. You were saying that the uh, the low lights were kind of low hanging fruit. It was kind of like, I don't know, you didn't say bad content, but you said something close to that. I can't remember what exactly what you said. Lazy. 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 Yeah, you said lazy content. Is there anything specific you would want to see from the desk or like some sort of desk content? Is it actually analytical or is there something else that you think would make for better content on the desk? Um, I mean, yeah, just before, like, like Archie kind of said, I, I would prefer more analytical content personally. Just so I get like a general idea of what the casters, uh, you know, actually see with the game as. I feel like a lot of casters that generally don't actually understand what they're seeing. A lot of them cast things that aren't actually happening in the game. So, yeah, so you just, want it uh, to be like, more tailored to exposing, self-exposing casters. Obviously, personally, because I'm a pro player, I want it to appeal more mm. to the pro players. You know, I want I want content for us and content that we can like feed off of and actually like you know do things for. But when I see like NA fail compilation number five, it's just boring to me. I, I don't really know what we can all gather from it. 
<laughs> no. Obviously, we know NA is the worst region. We don't need to like dogpile it, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to get in the lab with uh, with Ixo here and come up with some analytical context. I, we want to make that happen for sure. That's definitely something that I love to hear personally. I know CJ agrees. I know everybody, like literally every caster, yep. agrees as, as far as I'm aware. That would I be want... amazing to have. Yes, that'd be that'd be. I think we can always improve, can't we? As a as a mm-hmm. as a collective, but Exo, Archie. Firstly, I got two. We got two last things for you. I want your EU major teams. You can let's 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 leave yourself out of it and give four other teams for the sake of content. And then I want oh, yeah. your top four teams at the major results. Okay. Uh, well, number one C for me, you've probably got Belagol. Here we go again. Mm. No, we've, yeah, we'll I, think Belagol, I think I think Belagol was the number one seed if it's uh, if it's possible still. Uh, if it's possible, Belagol, okay. this guy can't <laughs> say this with a straight face. I think, Casey, I, think Casey, I think Casey will make a roster move and then DQ. So Jesus, mm. it's getting bad already. Uh, I think no, nah, I don't know, I don't know. I I probably say that Magnifico make it, Vitality make it, BDS make it, KC make it. No gentlemen's. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, gentlemen's over Vitality. Ah, uh, over Magnifico then. Yeah. I mean, they're the best. Okay, four, they're the best four outside of us. So big French four if if it's not Oxy. Archie. Uh, KC seed one, C two BDS then. Thing is, I really like Genomates in the regional one, mm. but then they seemed like they weren't as good in this regional. Yeah, yeah, like they were super insane in regional regional one, but but I still think they'll make it because they have like a three point gap, and I think that's like that's going to be the good one off. And then, I mean, honestly, like you could say like Vitality or Magnifico, like it just depends who plays who in the quarters. Like it's Ma- a lot Magnifico of matches to play like too. so again. Vitality yeah. can play like Vitality can play like BDS. Like it's literally whoever gets the easiest matchup in the, the top eight, I think. We'll make it. I mean, for sure. It's, that's that's kind of like the annoying thing. I think if thing. they, like, think if they both base. make, like, if they both get the same result and it goes to tiebreak and then Vitality win, like, for sure. Mm. But, um, yeah, it depends on the quarterfinal matchup. But I have more trust in Vitality to make it, of course. Mm. So I'll go Vitality. Vitality. Did we do it? And then Major? Major. Major top four. I mean, mm. if 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 EU is not in the same quarterfinal, then I'd probably go um, Casey, Guaranteed, BDS, Vitality, and then I'll say G2. I'd say uh, Falcons, uh, K-Corp, mm. fucking Complexity. And uh, yeah, fuck it, why not, bro? And uh, <laughs> I can't think of another team, bro. I'm, I'm blanking. Fury, uh, Vitaly, Vitaly, Vitaly. Oh, no, I've got one. My one last question for me as well. Do you guys scrim the mini teams at all, or do, do you know no, if the mini no, teams? They never show. They never show. They never show. They always cancel last second. But they cancel. They cancel every time. So yeah, well played. Well played. They sleep. No, honestly, honestly. Getting a scrim and then counting ten minutes, but honestly, well played. Yeah, always, bro. Always. Oh, they play one game. Oh, sorry, internet out, bro. Well played, bro. <laughs> no, well played. Well played. No, honestly, well played, bro. 
I actually one time we we started scrimming and five minutes after one game they said that uh, Inter provides appointment. Well. Yes, yeah, yeah, well played. <laughs> <laughs> There's always some uh, random story, bro. No, no, There's you literally know story. when you have, when you have a book scrim with uh, the Amina team, you literally know coming today. Oh, it's probably cancelled, bro. So you probably have one scrim. Yeah, one of them has always been offline for like four days for no reason, bro. Like, how the hell is this guy a pro player, bro? <laughs> yeah, true. So, sorry for bringing it up, Johnny. Um, that was, uh, uh, no. I knew not that was the way we be, wanted yeah. it to go. No, that's exactly the way I wanted it to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's fantastic. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, I think the, the mini guys do have exams right now, so we'll give them that. We'll give them exam. Nah, they've they done it for two, they've done like two years, bro. Three years. They've always done it. <laughs> they do have a I'm lot of exams. They've always done it, bro. When we actually do scrim them, it's, it's good because they're, they're good teams. Like they're actually like so. When we scrim them, it's fun. But that's if they actually turn up. They've had exams for three years. You haven't ever given them. It's like gambling, bro. It's like rule up. <laughs> all right we're, we're gonna wrap it there before Rizzo actually wraps it though i want to give one final shout out obviously we'll thank the guests in a minute i want to give a shout out though to the firstly to the patrons the chalkcast patrons but also if you guys want to play in a tournament the patrons run a a uh, tournament in the discord 2v2 mix-ups 3v3 mix-ups next tourney um they do weekends as well it might be like the 16th 17th of march but if you want to jump in the discord you can chat to us um in the chalk discord there you go Rizzo's chucked it in there if you want to Play with the Chalkcast gang, the community. Jump in those tournaments. Fantastic stuff. There's channels in there to follow. Or if you want to chat to us, um, subscribe to the Patreon, stuff like that. Bonus episodes every week. We have how many bonus episodes? Maybe like 30, nearly 40 now. We've got a yep. lot. Probably 40. Value. I don't know. We've got tons of bonus episodes. So make sure you tune into there. And I just want to give a shout out to those guys. So well done. Thank you to the patrons. We love you guys. Um, jump in the Discord. I know Exo and Archie, they're going to be hanging out in that chalk Discord all the time. So thanks to those always guys. There. I'm always there. Catch me He's already. always in there. He's always, ever since he's done the formations. But uh, anyway, Rizzo, you can wrap it now. I just wanted to get that in. Yeah, here's the here's the real wrap. But thank you, everybody, for watching episode 69, a super nice episode of Chalkcast. We appreciate Exo and Archie for joining us today, even though Archie didn't have a webcam. That's all good. We forgive him. Uh, he will get fined, uh, by the way, just as a heads up. Yeah, my bad. But if you I'll guys... send that 5,000 by to you next day. Yeah, next we, day delivery. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. Uh, if you guys missed any part of the episode, be sure to check it out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And we will see you all in the next one. We appreciate you guys. Bye-bye. See y'all.